Hey everybody, welcome back to Jess Unfiltered. I'm your host, Jess, obviously. So this is part three of the Arbon Girl interview saga. Basically, if y'all haven't checked out parts one or two yet, I would recommend it. But if you don't really feel like it and you want a quick rundown, we're listening to audio of a video that we have two girls, girl number one, she's blonde, pretty tan, seems more extroverted. She's toward the top of Arbon from what it sounds like. This girl recruited another girl, Haley, who is being interviewed. And Haley is Burnett, seems a little more introverted. She just ranked up to the second level after being in Arbon for a few years. So it kind of sounds like she is struggling to rank up, even though it's not really directly stated. I think the purpose of this entire interview is to try and get people to join Arbon to learn more about it. They have it po- posted on Instagram. But anyway, that's basically the rundown of what's going on. Just to give you all some context with that, I've already wasted a minute just rambling. So let's pick up the video where we left off. I know it work for them, or hoped that it would work for them, but, you know, just something so small as one little product to change someone's life, like, or someone's day, like, I don't know, it's just, it's amazing, yeah. and I'm so glad I do that. Yeah, it's those small wins, it doesn't have to be, like, a gigantic, you know, pivotal yeah. moment in your life every single day, it's like baby steps like little tiny wins all the time and celebrating those wins and that's how you build a business and yeah it's it's amazing um and even like the whole like personal development and confidence thing has helped me come out of my shell with um like my firefighting career like me like i was always so scared of doing interviews and like stuff like that but i now have much confidence that I know that I can go out and do those types of things with more confidence like so like that was a huge thing for me is Arbonne has helped me do that but Arbonne has helped me you know better myself for my future self like having that for you know because Arbonne isn't just you know Arbonne or nothing um like I'm so excited to do Arbon as like still my side hustle or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. alongside my like the career that I absolutely love. Like it's not one or the other, which I exactly. think a lot of people think too. Yeah, I love that, and you're absolutely right. Like a lot of people that you know are at the top level with Arbon are still working full-time and still like we live in a world now obviously as we've just realized that impact can hit our lives at any moment without even high rack without even having like you know any preparation or any you know warning and so the smartest thing that we can do to protect ourselves in crazy times is to have multiple streams of income. So I don't necessarily disagree with her on this. I think it is important to have backup plans and additional streams of income, as she says. I think that the problem, though, with Arbon, as I've quite literally stated in every single video, or not video, podcast I have ever 
made, you have a 99.6, I think. Yeah, is it 99.4 or 0.6? It doesn't really matter. You have over a 99% chance of not making money and not having a quote additional stream of income. So just insinuating that you need to join Arbon in order to achieve that is absolutely ridiculous when the odds are completely stacked against you. But I don't necessarily disagree with what she's saying. I think it's really smart to have multiple streams of income, assuming that you're doing it ethically, of course. So anyway have multiple opportunities. And as we know now, the online world has saved so many people from potentially hitting rock bottom in this moment or not having any income or, you know, ha- going through a really challenging time. And we're not saying that this is like easy. It's not something that you just like, like I said, snap your fingers and you have boom, an amazing, incredible business. No, it takes hard work, but anything worthwhile in life, you know, you're going to work as an employee and build oh can you hear me my wi-fi i think just cut out Um, i can work you know as an employee building somebody else's life i'll just like scrape in along the bare minimum and living a life feeling very unfulfilled or i can put the hard work in to building myself internally and externally and building my own business by serving others So we get to choose our hard. It's going to be hard, like work showing up for another job. Okay, so there's two things I want to touch on here. So the first one is this girl completely skips over the fact that Haley, the other, the more introverted independent consultant, is a firefighter. And she says, oh, with Arbonne, you're changing lives or we're changing lives. It's like, no offense, but I think that being a firefighter is way more important and way more valuable to society than selling makeup and fizz sticks is. Like, that's just so ridiculous, in my opinion, to like listen to this girl be like, oh, we're changing lives with Arbon," and then discard the fact that this chick is literally fighting fires and saving people from buildings on fire. Like, I just, that's, that's such my problem with like MLMs in general, is I feel like a lot of the stuff that these girls say is just so tone deaf. And it's like, in what world do you live where being a firefighter is less impactful and less heroic than selling skincare? Like, what? And that just goes to show how brainwashed people can be in these MLMs because I don't know who in their right mind would ever think that selling skincare is changing more lives than fighting literal fires. But I digress with that point. Let's move on to my second point. My second point is she talks about how if you're doing a nine to five job, you're you're building someone else's dream, you're not feeling fulfilled. And all these MLM girls say this stuff to try and get you to join their MLM. But it's just so ridiculous because it's like, you do realize that your iPhone wouldn't exist without people in nine to five jobs. Your Mercedes Benz you think you're gonna get would not exist without nine to five jobs. Literally, every single thing that you interact with and every single thing that you do would not exist without somebody in a nine to five job making it happen. I work in cybersecurity and I don't work for a bank, but for all intents and purposes, let's say that I do. If, if I were a cybersecurity professional for a bank, I'm literally keeping this girl's account safe so that people don't steal her money that she makes supposedly makes from Arbon. I'm keeping her social security number safe so that 
people don't take her identity. Like, I, I mean, I'm not building someone else's dream. I'm literally helping to keep your information safe. It, it's like having your purse stolen off the street. Cybersecurity people are making sure that that kind of stuff doesn't happen on the internet. We make sure that the internet is a safe place for you to go and to have exchanges with other people in a safe way so that you don't get your identity stolen so that it's not like a free-for-all of people just stealing each other's identities and credentials and money and everything else and it's just so absurd to me to sit here and be like to, to hear her say like oh you're built you don't want to be building someone else's dream it's like i'm not i'm keeping your information safe what world do you live in that you think that nine to fivers are just building other people's dreams all day like, no, we're valuable contributing members of society. And she's just totally downplaying that and making it sound like we're just not making our own lives successful. And it's like, no, I'm learning something new every day. I mean, there are, there are people who've been in cybersecurity way longer than I have who are very, very smart people. And I feel like I know nothing compared to them. And it's like, one day I hope to know heck half of what they know about cybersecurity. Every day I'm learning something. So yeah, I'm continuing to grow and do something that I enjoy. And not everyone can say that. I mean, some people don't like their nine to five jobs and that's fine, but an MLM isn't the answer. But yeah, it's just, it's so frustrating to hear her say this and it's just stupid. Like nine to five jobs are needed for society to function and for her to be able to run her Arbon business, which arguably TikTok is really the only platform, to my knowledge, to take steps to actively block MLMs from operating. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of your other platforms, if y'all could just ban network marketing like TikTok has, I will give you a massive thumbs up. For another job every day, especially when you have kids at home, I'm sure, or you're tired, you're exhausted, you're stressed out, you're sick, you know, that's hard. And working for somebody else can be hard. Or showing up being your own boss being disciplined you know creating your own vision your own plan your own goals your own dreams that also takes a lot of work and consistency but the most beautiful thing is you get to flourish this however you want this you're stuck right here in this little ball in this box yeah being a firefighter means you're stuck in a box i i just i don't know where these people get off thinking that that this is okay. I also think it's interesting because they always, they, they love to pull this out of the hat. They're always like, yeah, if you're like a stay-at-home mom, like that's really hard on your kids. It's like they're preying off of people's parenting insecurities. Like if you're somebody who has kids at home and it like really, really just tears you apart that you have to leave them every day and you're like kind of self-conscious about that and you're worried about being a bad parent, these MLM girls just swoop in and they're like, oh, I can help you with that. It's like, no, you can't. This this lady has a 90 something percent chance of not being successful with Arbonne. Stop encouraging her to do it. Stop guilt tripping her into doing it. They always love to, to just go after the single mothers. They, they prey on vulnerable people and people in vulnerable positions. They prey on military wives. They prey on single mothers. It's just absolutely ridiculous. All in this box, right? So you choose. And it's amazing. So like you said, like it's not like only Arbonne. It's Arbonne and whatever else you do. Like 
you know, you, you do firefighting, you have other jobs um, alongside your armbomb business. Um, I work at a spa. I, you know, I still work for fun because I love doing it. I'm passionate about it. And, you know, there's many other things. So go ahead. Yeah, and like Arbon can even give you, you know, the opportunity to do the things you absolutely want to do that you're absolutely so passionate about, but you may not be able, that you aren't able to do right now at your, you know, full-time job that you don't absolutely love. Like, that's also what I absolutely love is it, Arbon is the opportunity to do what you love and have the time to do what you love, you know? maybe it's volunteering then you absolutely love volunteering but you know you can't do that to survive because you don't get paid but that's what you're passionate about so you know having Arbon, you can go volunteer every single day so just that makes my heart so full as well like mm-hmm. just all of it but yeah and aligning ourselves with a company that one of Arbon's biggest goals is to be one of the top companies in network marketing that gives back globally. So, you know, align yourself with something like that's way bigger than us that has a massive vision. So within Arbonne we have, it's called the Angel Foundation, um, where we have raised millions of dollars to um, create um, camps, programs, um, you know, different, many different things um, that Arbonne has put together with non-profit organizations to give back and support mental health in youth and whether it's like sex trafficking you know depression anxiety whatever i think that if arbon truly truly cared about depression anxiety mental health they would not have a network marketing pyramid scheme triangle shaped business model like they just wouldn't because the people at the top like when a lot of these companies donate to charity which don't get me wrong it's it's great that companies are donating to charity but they get tax write-offs for it a lot of times they also do it for the corporate image they do it to look good they don't do it because they give a shit they do it because it makes them look good and then girls can use it these arbon girls can use it as a marketing strategy and say look our company has has given millions to charity i mean think about it this way like if you're a company and you have a i don't know we'll say you have a million dollars you could either spend that million dollars to go push out new content and new social media stuff and i don't know tools to try and help with recruitment or maybe you could donate that you know five hundred thousand dollars of it to charity and then you could use the other five hundred thousand dollars to push out marketing materials on how you donate to charity because that's something that resonates with a lot of people a lot of people think that charitable donations are good no one's gonna like argue with that and so it's a way for them to just make themselves look better and i don't know maybe there's there are a couple people at the top maybe who care about charity maybe i'll give them that but at the same time it's like how can you care about charity and then simultaneously operate a pyramid scheme like i mean I guess you can do both of those things at the same time, but while you have a bunch of single mothers and vulnerable people operating in your pyramid scheme, you would think that you would actually care about them and maybe, I don't know, try charitably donating to them. But no, 
you screw over 99% of the people in your company, 99% of your consultants, and then you say, oh, we're going to donate to charity. Yeah. Charitable giving, mental health. It's like, okay, yeah, the other 99% of the people in your downline who were making you filthy freaking rich, they don't matter. But I digress. Thanks guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. Definitely check me out on Twitter. This is pretty much the end of this video, so I'm just going to end the podcast now. My Twitter is at unfiltered underscore Jess, and my Instagram is Jess Unfiltered Podcast. I post some dang memes on there. Go check it out. Thanks, guys.